You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 078. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 78. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Baby, I have a feeling this is going to be a seriously silly pod. I have a feeling, too. (laughs) We're giddy. (laughs) We're giddy because we just recorded his intro for the Would You Rather (laughs) <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It, it was a lot of fun. You know, speaking of giddiness, my mom got diagnosed. One of her diagnosis codes was dizziness and giddiness. Dizziness and giddiness. How is that a diagnosis? I have no idea. Medical I, system. I want to be diagnosed with giddiness. Yeah, me too. I'm like, why would I want to see a doctor if I'm giddy? <laughs> why would I want to eradicate I, giddiness? Yeah, giddiness is a good thing. So speaking of that, welcome to the Joy Junkie welcome Show. Welcome to the show, people. So uh, if you're new with us, typically we will uh, do a life topic one week and then we'll do a relationship topic Relationship topic the next week. So I, we always look to our listeners first. And if you didn't yeah. know this, you can go to thejoyjunkie.com, click on the podcast, and there is a way for you to let us know topics that you would like us to sound off on. So... This week, we have an amazing suggestion from a listener, and I have called this winning at life when shit really hits the fan, and it's basically how to deal with hardship. Mm. So we're going to examine that today and look Feel at- that one. Yeah, and just how you can win at life even when you're dealing with hardship. So Cool. But we do have a brand new segment for you. That's right. This is- uh... Well, we've done the segment before. We've done the segment. This is now our first we have professional our amazing outing. jingle. So, yeah. without further ado, would you rather? Yeah, <laughs> that's the new one. That's the new one. Would you rather? <laughs> it's very, very catchy. Very catchy. All right, Mister Smith. So, what is the would you rather for the day? The would you rather for the day is pretty disgusting. It is. Would you rather have arm hair curtains on your arm or arm hair curtains on your window? <laughs> you messed it up. No, I didn't. No? Okay, so it's it's curtains made out of arm hair. Or curtains made out of arm hair. Yeah. You can either have them like as hair on your arm. You'd have to wear long sleeves your whole life. Or... Or that you would just wrap it around your arm. You could wrap it around, sure. Make your own sweater. Or, yeah, or the other one is to have <laughs> arm hair that's as long as curtains. What? No. 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 It's, would you rather have arm hair long on your arms that right. hangs down to the floor? That's as long as curtains. Or, right. would you rather have curtains on your window made of arm hair? Right. That's exactly yeah. what I just said. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, 
you're right. That is gross. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about this the other day. So what, <laughs> what what were you saying? Like how you would have to explain when people Yeah, you'd have to make house? up a story like, oh, this is uh, Argyle horsehair from... Argyle. Yeah, you know, you could make up some story about this. Like, oh, no, it's a pattern. Whatever. Oh, my God. Well, you could make it an Argyle pattern you if you wanted. You could make it an Argyle right? pattern. You got to spice up the arm hair. Yeah. You could do that if you had them on your arms. Like make it Argyle. You wait, what I, what I would do if it was on my arms is I would have like an awesome French braid that like wrapped into <laughs> wrapped into like a nice cuff or bracelet. There you go. But I still wouldn't choose that. I'd much rather have arm hair curtains hanging from my. Yeah, then you could just deal with them when they're in your house. You'd have to. You'd have to. You would have some splaining to do. Some splaining. You got some splaining to do. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, all right. So, we want to hear from you. Yeah, what do you so guys think? So, what would you rather? Would you rather have curtains in your house that were made of arm hair? <laughs> and I'm picturing it like no fabric, just like straight hair. Straight up hair. Hanging, hanging. from the rod all yeah. the way down to yes. the, like, but a lot of it. Like, a lot of hair. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. A like, lot a lot. <laughs> or would you rather have arm hair that was as long as curtains? Uh, like, uh. The one that I just saw this commercial with Rob Lowe where he had arm hair curtains that made me think of it. Yeah, yeah. We were listening to that and we were like, ooh, that's a good yeah, would you rather. A good would you rather. So we would love to hear from you. And if you've been listening the last two weeks, we're super excited because there's this new awesome feature that has landed in the podcast arena where if you are listening on an app on your smartphone and you are listening through anything iPhone related, like anything iOS or um, iTunes, the podcast app, whatever. If you are listening to us and you, you know, you go to the episode, you click on the episode. Well, if you click on the show notes, which usually is like, you know how when you're listening to um, like a, a band or something on Pandora, you can like click and you like, find out more of the information. Oh, yeah, or it yeah. like turns around. Right. Well, if you do that, it'll turn around and you can actually see the live link on your phone. Oh, to, sweet. So, so for instance, this one, you would just click on it you would see the podcast notes and right there it'll have a link to the joyjunkie.com slash 78 so you can just oh, click right there and right then there. you can pull it up on your phone easy peasy nice and then you can tell us what your would you rather would be that's so cool so no being lazy asses now because right. we it's never easy. hear from you guys unless we hear the, these amazing submissions which we're really grateful for so grateful for yeah, the topic those submissions. are great those but are great. we would love to just get more interactivity what you're learning from the pod what your would you rather is um your biggest takeaways just whatever your thoughts are we want to connect with you so um if you are listening on one of those apps um, or on your phone, check it out and see if it's it's possible. I know I double checked on Stitcher, which is the main podcast app for um, the, the Android network, and they those links weren't live yet. Mm. So I, I know <clears throat> okay. it's not all podcast platforms. But anyway, right. come talk to us. Yeah, we need to get a connection erection. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> From my that comment was selection. not endorsed by thejoyjunkie.com. <laughs> <laughs> Sidekick, out of control. Out, yes, he's out. Of, he's so squirrel. You guys should have heard him warming up to record that new jingle that we have so awesomely spliced in now that you're gonna hear every fucking week. Um, but he was like me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get ready. All right, so let's talk about how the hell to deal with 
shit that really hits the fan in your life and you're going through something pretty, pretty substantial, pretty trying. And in fact, I want to kind of read a little bit about what this listener submitted so you can kind of get an understanding of what we're talking about. So she actually shared uh, somewhat of a background story, which I honestly don't think matters. I think the point is that she's in a really rough place, right? Mm. So she's there's some legal stuff going on. There's, you know, um, it, like her her life really may essentially fall apart. Her uh, safety might be threatened. There's just a lot of stuff that she, she feels highly threatened. So let me talk to you a little bit about this okay. and then we'll, we'll dig into it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see. So I'm here to ask for your life advice. I have a considerable arsenal of tools and skills and in this situation, this situation is testing all of them. Honestly, it's hard for me to rely on people. I have a small support system, but I genuinely believe it's up to me to nurture and bolster myself, handle my shit, and only break the glass if it is really an emergency. Furthermore, some of them are coworkers, and it goes against my ethics to drag them in if it can be avoided. So my I- idea or question is, how can I stay strong and righteous, keep my fears in check, when something threatens not only my livelihood, but my safety and my sanity too. And I basically have to face it all alone. Mm. So there were so many things that she said in here that I was like, ooh. Sounds like she needs a coach. I'm going to call bullshit on a couple of <clears throat> places. Um, and then give a lot of things that you can do. All right. So so her situation, I thought that that really summed it up. Like, how can I stay strong? How can I keep my fears in check when I feel threatened? You know, and this can be, I'm in an abusive relationship. I'm being evicted. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going through major depression. A relative is an alcoholic. Like, it could be any trauma or hardship, really. You know, I'm going to lose all my money. Um, uh, There's a restraining order against me or I have one against someone. You know, whatever. So... First of all, first of all, I want to say, check out your perspective and choose something powerful. So that was the first thing that came to mind for me because I was actually just talking about this with somebody yesterday. And I really think that we have an amazing opportunity to really nurture and be who we want to be in the middle of hardship that is a unique opportunity compared to something that allows us to be easily who we want to be. So what I mean by that is I, for instance, if I'm at a conference with other life coaches or if I'm with a bunch of colleagues or if I'm with you, I don't really have to fight very hard at all to be the woman I want to be, okay. right? Like it's pretty easy to, you know, handle myself with grace, to be articulate, to be strong, to use all my tools. Like, it's easy because I'm in an environment that fosters that. Okay. Right? Right. And I realized this years ago when I was in a horrible job that I hated and I was just really, really unhappy. And I was unhappy largely because of the people I was surrounded with. And you and I had this discussion and we kind of came up with a new perspective around it. And, you know, most of the time it was bitching and complaining. And that was my current perspective was really one of victimhood. Like, woe is me. I have this shitty situation. Right, right. And it was subconscious. Like, I would never have said, hey, I'm a victim. 
I'm going to go ahead and attach to a complaining victim mentality. I would never right. have said that, right? Sure. Right, it just happens. But it just was what <clears throat> kind of vomited out of my mouth all the time. And so then we started discussing this and I kind of realized like, okay, here's the challenge. Here is the challenge to my character to be the woman I want to be when I'm in the middle of an environment that doesn't foster it. And so we started calling it character building. Like, so how is, how's your character building been today? <laughs> right. You know, right. how, ha, um, what have you been, you know, working on as at, for your own personality, for your own character? What did you stay connected to? What did you do to survive this kind of tumultuous environment that I really was, I didn't have much choice. I had to be a part of it at the right. moment, right? Yeah. So you, you also have that perspective choice. You know, you get to decide, do I approach this from a perspective of victim or survivor? Do I approach it from complaining or celebration? Do I, you know, it's the, you know, that, that old adage of the glass is half full, half empty. It's the same fucking glass. Right. Yeah. The sure. situation is this, like you have this particular set of circumstances, period. So how do you want to look at it? That is paramount to getting through it. Right. Right. And, you know, uh, one of the things that I like a little mantra that I tell myself is peace is not calm in silence. Peace is calm in chaos. Mm. Right. So if you can be calm and yourself and know who you are and where you want to go and and um, be confident with yourself in those chaotic times. Yeah. Then it makes the peaceful times those that much easier. Right. Right. And what you pointed to is that it's a choice about who you are being. Yeah. So like a great um, like metaphor or analogy, like you could be, um, let's say you're in the middle of a storm. Okay. Like a real storm. Okay. Like shit's flying everywhere and whatever. You could run around in that storm screaming and ah, we're all going to die freaking out. Like, <laughs> yeah. or... You could you could gather whatever you needed. You could put something over your head so you didn't. You know you could shield your face. You, you who you are being is up to you. Right in the middle of a storm. Yeah, always. Now it's not always easy though, and that's why you have to have that consciousness around it to go. I choose to behave this way. I choose to not complain. I choose survival. I choose my who I'm going to surround myself, my support system, and I'm going to get into that. Um, mm, good. But the second thing, um, and I have six, by the way, if you're out there taking notes or anything like that. So really six ways to deal with all this stuff. Six? That's too many. Is F it? Five? Five is... That's yeah. your max? Six? Whoa, you're going to blow our minds. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fight the gift. You really cannot fight the gift. All right, so <clears throat> the other thing that I want you to really look at, and this is deep, and this is something that I do one-on-one -on -one with clients, and we completely dig into this and reframe it, and it is to examine your personal belief structure. Look at what beliefs do I have that are really powerful and which of them are not so powerful, which are really limited. And the reason I brought this one up I like that is one. because that has everything to do with you, has nothing to do with your circumstance, right. okay? Your belief is innately how you operate, right? So here she says in here, I genuinely believe it's up to me 
to nurture and bolster myself, handle my shit, and only break the glass if it really is an emergency. Now, that's a two-parter belief, right? Right. So I love the belief that it really is up to our own selves to create our own happiness. Right. To bolster ourselves, whatever. But this little addendum of I can own, I believe I can only reach out only in emergency situations only. Yeah. That is a limiting belief that is not setting you up for success. Right. Right. Yeah, you, you don't have a support team. Right. And way. furthermore, you believe that you shouldn't use that support unless it was absolutely necessary. Right. So beliefs are rules. And sometimes it's too late by that time. Right. Yeah. So our beliefs are a set of rules. It's the rules under which we operate. I believe that I cannot get, um, you know, like for me, I had to examine one that was really quite surface. Like I believe that I can't get a really good workout unless I do the workout exactly to the T that the the instructor is doing. But what happens? My body breaks down. I hurt myself. I get injured. That belief, that rule, like that rule that I established for myself, like you must do this in order to equate healthy physical activity. Yeah, yeah. That rule, I was losing. That is a limiting belief. It is a rule that you have instituted, that you are operating under, that does not make your job easy. So for instance, I teach a class oftentimes every year with one of my best friends, and one of the things we talk about in building a tribe and building a community is that I'm not valid and worthy because she's in my life. Like she's not, she doesn't make me amazing. She makes my job a shit ton easier is what she does. Yeah. So it's like what we were saying um, when you're in the middle of hardship, like you're, you are oftentimes when you are with people who make your job easy, you're chilling, right? Yeah, right. So why would we not choose that if we have the ability to put that that around us, right? right? That's and I would be willing to bet that there is a handful of people in this gal's life who want to be there for her, mm-hmm. who want to be mm-hmm. her support, who want to be the sounding board. But she has created this belief and this rule that I cannot reach out unless it's a dire emergency. So what rule or belief can you uproot? And sometimes it's about asking for help. It's about what it means, what it looks like if you ask for help. What if you created a new rule or a new belief about it? Like simply, I choose to connect with like-minded spirits because it makes my job easier. It makes my life more fulfilled. Right? That's a much better belief. Well, it just it just feels so much it better. It feels better, yeah. Right? So you might even have <clears throat> limiting beliefs of, um, I can't get through this. Or a belief of, I, I deserve this hardship. Does that, That's a big one. Does that, yeah, a lot of people don't think that they are worthy of happiness. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot, of, and this is not something I can untangle for you in a 30-minute pod. Yeah. This is what I do with clients. Right. So, I mean, if you're interested, you can always find out more about working out, working out, <laughs> working with me <laughs> one-on-one because this is what we do. We reframe this because we most likely have adopted certain belief structures over our lifetime based off of random circumstance. And we felt something, we experienced something, so we attached a belief to that. To that, like that must mean, like if you, you know, if you were bullied as a child, well, that must mean I am fundamentally not worthy of love, right? And so right. we create that, and then we <clears throat> carry that with us through every life circumstance. So when shit hits the fan, you are your own biggest critic because you're not on your own side with your belief system, right? Right. Like, can you get on your own side with your beliefs? 
All gotta, right. gotta play on your own team. Yes. All right, number three. This is one that I just uh, actually just started discussing with you. And it was because I was started reading this book and it's actually related to money and stuff like that. It's not even related to this necessarily. Uh, but it, it uh, if any of you guys follow Harv Ecker, he does this challenge where he says, I challenge you to not complain for seven days about anything. And so I started thinking about that because I feel like I'm the joy fucking junkie, right? <laughs> like right? I feel like if someone could just literally poop optimism, I try to do That'd that. Be you. Right? I really do. And then I started thinking about how many times do I actually complain? And here's the the reason why this is important to stop doing is because he always he says this all the time is if you are complaining, you are a living breathing crap magnet. Crap magnet. That's funny. Which so I true, lo- which I love that <clears throat> because it's it's true because your focus is on the shit. Your focus is on the hardship. Nobody likes a crap magnet. No, nobody <laughs> likes a crap magnet. Come on now. So, but I even started thinking about like little things I complain about. Like, you know, uh, we've shared with you that we brought Mr. Smith's mom to live with us about a year ago and, and she brought two birds with her. And they have a very shrill oh, way Oh, high-pitched. Of, but see, like right there, like communicating. And even last night I was talking, I was complaining about the birds. So I wonder, like, what will shift if I just knock that shit off? Because guaranteed, every time those birds shriek, I notice. Yeah. Because that is my focus. It's on my fucking radar. Right. Right? So it, so I challenge you to stop attracting crap. Nice. Simply by what you choose to converse about. What you say audibly and what you say in your own mind. Mm. Even if even if you're saying stuff like um, you're 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 at the office and let's say some you know you think you're the only one who ever stocks the, the cabinet or who refills the coffee or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Catch your yourself like in your own mind. Are you like, gosh? Well, of course I'm the one who has to change the coffee. Right. What if you didn't even focus on that? What if you were like, oh my god, I can't wait to taste this delicious coffee. Right. Stop yeah. complaining. Shift your focus. Shift your life. Mic drop. Mic drop. All right. I like that. So take the Harv Ecker no <clears throat> complaining challenge and see what shifts for you. Um, number four. This is also a switch of focus. And that is really spend time and concerted effort on what you can do versus what you can't. And we've talked about this a lot. Um, because when you're in the middle of hardship, it's so easy to feel helpless. Like you, there's nothing you can do to change the circumstances. Like what you really want is it for it to go away. You know, like you want your finances to, you know, iron out. You want so-and-so to get their shit together. You want to not have this legal battle. Sometimes we can't change that necessarily. But what can you do? You can choose your focus. You can choose your belief structure. You can choose who you decide to converse with, what you decide to say, who you surround yourself with, your self-care methods. If you're taking care of your own body, what you're fueling yourself with, both um, mental input, um, uh, dietary input, what you're putting into your system, your actual physical specimen. There's a shit ton that you can do. We just never focus on it when we're in the middle of hardship. Yeah. So a lot of this is the mental game, right? Like this is what we are choosing in each moment. And sometimes I really believe, you guys have heard me talk about this plenty of times, that 
You need to let yourself feel what you feel until it becomes a disempowering way of operating. So this is what I mean by that. You just got broken up with or somebody's filing divorce papers or you just got fired or, you know, so-and-so is, you know, a druggie or whatever. You're devastated. You're hurt. You have a, a, an influx of emotion. You let yourself feel that. You purge it out. You, you know, express it. You do whatever you need to do. But you do not become a person who operates in that field of negativity. You do it so you can purge it and eradicate, like get it out. Right. You don't do it so that you can, can become permanently bummed out. Right. Okay. So All you right. let yourself feel what you feel. And a lot of times you get to a place where you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. You're sick and tired of feeling down, depressed, <clears throat> angsty, whatever. That's your clue. Like, OK, I'm done feeling all these negative emotions now i'm going to choose a new way of operating a new way of being that emotional um expulsion was limited it was a limited time frame right right? put a container around it like i'm allowed to mope around be down in the dumps for an entire day week whatever but then i'm going to choose a completely new way of being i'm going to stop attracting crap to my life i'm going to stop focusing on that shit and you change who you are being yeah and another thing that does is it doesn't let it build up Right. If you stuff it, it comes up later and it comes up tenfold. And it right? comes in your subconscious and in your psyche. Yes, yes. So even though you're not, maybe you're not expressing it to other people or whatever, your mind is going batshit. Right. And that's what causes us physical illness. And, you know, I mean, we yep. could go on and on and on. For but sure. yes, you don't deal with it, it will absolutely come out. Yeah. Right? Right. And that's a great way to put it in a container you know, spend a week doing it and then move on. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, number five, and I kind of already talked about this one, but for fuck's sake, call in reinforcements. Make your job easier. Find those people who want to be a support system for you, who who are ready to be there for you. So that, that was the big thing that I, I noticed from this gal's letter to us was that she's choosing She's choosing not support. Right. But I I think what I'm getting from that is that she doesn't feel like she's been able to feel support from those people. So it's driven her to a place of, I can only tap into that in emergencies. Well, you know, she says, some of them are my coworkers, so it goes against my ethics to drag them in if it can be avoided. Okay. What, what's that about? What's that ethics about? Like... Is that keeping right? a professional? Yeah. I can see that keeping yourself in a professional demeanor, and and that could very very well be true. But yeah. I have, for Christ's sake, I do business with my best friend. I have coached some of my best friends and family, you know, and um, people who are married, you know, a ton of things that you would say. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't cross those boundaries. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the people in the circumstance. Yeah. And are they evolved and mature enough to handle multiple um, sorts of relationships? I see. Okay. So if that's fair. If if yeah, sure. If you're with other people who can't handle, we are both friends and colleagues, or we're both friends and you know boss client or whatever. Um, then then sure. Like, don't do it. But I don't hear that in this gal. From this, I really, truly hear excuses. I choose not to find support. You know, like, I will only do it if it is, you know, 
absolute emergency. So here's the other thing. You get to pick your method of support. So this could be a family member if you want. It could be a best friend. It doesn't have to be one of your coworkers. It yeah. can even be online communities. I can't tell you some of the, my biggest support systems and structures in my life um, are people I've never met face-to-face. Yeah. I've seen them right. on Skype and stuff like that, but we talk seriously every fucking day, and I have never met them in person. Mm-hmm. And they are my soul sisters. They support me like crazy. So I'm just saying, you can create a support structure for you if you intend to. Exactly. So okay, don't go to your coworkers, but find another outlet, right? Like Right. <clears throat> don't be okay. a fucking hero. That's what I always say. Like, Don't try to muscle your way through hardship and be in pain the whole time. Like, call for reinforcements. Don't you want to be that for somebody else? Right. You know, I I, I always think of it being like, um, you know, somebody giving you a gift and you take the gift and you throw it on the ground. It's like, no, they want to give you that. They want to be there with you. So don't you want to accept that gift with grace and then have the opportunity to reciprocate in the future? Yeah. So choose your support structure wisely. Absolutely. But choose one. Make your life easier. Okay. Um, okay. So, all right. So blah, 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 blah. I'm going on and on. <laughs> and so please, too, know that my lovely listener out there who submitted this, um, I say all this with love. Like if I sound like I'm being hardcore or anything like that, just it's because I know that there's more out there for you and right. that it's possible. You sure. Know? So sometimes my love comes in the package of an ass kicking. So just <laughs> just know that it's because I see something so amazing for you. And you clearly, she clearly has the ability, like she has tools and stuff. But you ebb and flow. I do the same thing where yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> empowering beliefs. <laughs> oh yeah, positive self ass kick with the boot of love. Oh yeah, I'm allowed to ask for help and support. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, and then the sixth one is radical self-care. Okay, so radical self-care is is really, again, setting yourself up for success. But it is, it's more than that. It's taking care of yourself on a spiritual level. Like, do you need to meditate? Do you need alone time? Do you need to not be around people? Do you need to be around people? Does that feed your spirit? Right, um, yeah. Do you need to handle dentist appointments and doctor visits? Like, do you need to caretake for your physical specimen? Do you need to watch you know how much you're drinking do you need to um get back on track with supplements or exercise that's self-care um self-care is also saying no to things you don't want to do yeah you know so here's the deal when you're in the middle of hardship your you know your mindset and even she said my sanity feels like it's being threatened right so now your number one job duty is to take care of you in all areas right spiritually emotionally mentally only you know what you need to do in order to implement self-care so i know for me a lot of times when when things are crazy and all you know busy and chaotic and sometimes really hard my instinct is to say i don't have time for that i don't have time for that i don't have time for that and that's my little mental cue that most of the time what i'm saying i don't have time for is something that is part of my self-care yeah it's yeah it's my connection with you like time with you time with my best friends and support system um working out or taking time to meditate taking time to journal the stuff that really does contribute to me taking care of amy period yeah yeah 
That's good, man. So so notice that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Where can you increase that self-care? Even if it's like a doctor visit or a nice bath or right. a coffee date with a friend. Like those are things, again, you can do. You can. But here's what happens. We're in the middle of a shit storm and we focus on the shit storm and we forget all this other stuff. Everything else falls away, yeah. Right? So sometimes it's like you just shake yourself out of it and go, okay, no, I am equipped. And something I do for myself too is I reference other shit in my life. And this may or may not apply to you. But um, I reference other hard, sh- hard, hard shit that I've gone through uh, that I su- surmounted, that I made it through. And I remind good, myself yeah. of my own resiliency. Nice. Like, you know, because, you know, when when my dad died, right? My dad passed away in 07. And people would say to me, like, oh, my God, I don't know what I would do if I lost my parents. I can't imagine what I would. Oh, my God. And I would look at them and say, I would have said the same thing, too. You will amaze yourself. The ability to cultivate strength yeah. when you have to. <clears throat> yep, for you sure. You will pull out strength you never knew you had if you have to. Yeah. So I'll look back at that and I'll go, I never thought I could get get through that either. And I fucking did. Yeah. I've been in a shit storm before and I choose to not run around like a chicken with my it. head cut off. I love it. I will just choose who I'm going to be. I just came up with a new mantra I'm going to use. Yeah. I remind myself of my resilience. Ooh. I remind myself of my own resilience. Yeah. I like that. Or I remember my resilience. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of my resilience. I'm reminded. Yeah. I love Something that. Something like that. Ooh, yeah. Super good. All right. My lovely listener, um, thank you so much for submitting this because I think we have a lot of people who are in this arena where they really sure. are an involved spirit. They've done a lot of self-help and they have the tools and you forget. Well, it. even if they aren't in a hardship, it, maybe this will, uh, they'll key into this when they do get to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this can even be, you know, this is perfect for even mediocre life. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Even when shit is just, this is day, eh, yeah. this is you can to choose day. to focus on the, eh, and yeah. you get more of it. Right, right. So, all right, kids. So, again, don't forget, if you're on iTunes, you can click and let us know right away what your would you rather, what your arm curtain <laughs> uh, preferences. And you can also... Um, Please let us know what your biggest takeaway was today. What was your biggest aha moment? And we we really can't wait to hear from you. Again, don't forget to swing by thejoyjunkie.com and you can click on podcast. Leave us something you want to hear about. Um, I don't ever say names if you guys haven't noticed. So Or also uh, comments on previous. Like, oh, I was wondering, you were talking about blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. And go, go into detail on this aspect or something like that absolutely mm-hmm. and as always we can't beg you enough for itunes reviews we've gotten quite a bit and i can't yeah. thank you guys enough for that it know, really is amazing. so helpful it's and it's 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 a challenge like it's itunes doesn't make it easy so thank you guys so much for jumping through those hoops and please if you like the show share it i'm really trying to get um a lot of visibility for the pod this this next year because i love it I love doing yeah, this. It's I a love lot of fun. giving people free advice and still being able to um, uh, have integrity in my business and create interest in my other offerings and stuff. So anyway, we love you guys to pieces. So we'll talk to you next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith out.